Welcome to Lavender Tea and Honey. I'm your host, C. Renee. And um, it has been a very trying two weeks for me. I haven't recorded anything. I haven't even felt like writing anything. Um, I just really am not myself right now, but I've been trying to get back to that spot of where I used to be. And I know that it's a very long road. And I also know that um, life will never be the same again. And because of that, today's episode will be about grief and the depression that comes from grief, the anxiety you feel when you're grieving someone, and guilt. Yeah, how guilty you feel because you could not save them. Um, as many as you may know, I lost my granddaughter, Briley, um, almost two weeks ago on this coming Wednesday. And if you follow me on social media, you've definitely seen Briley. If you're close to me, you've definitely met Briley or been around her and had some type of personal relationship with her because she was very close to me. Uh, she called me Yaya. I call her baby. She had recently informed me, though, that she didn't want to be called baby anymore. She was big baby Briley. So Briley was three years old, um, three months and one day. Briley has battled sickle cell anemia her entire life. Um I guess it was just too much. I like to look at it as if Briley won and that the disease didn't win because Briley isn't in pain anymore. When you are um, dealing with some type of illness and it's going through your body constantly, we can't even imagine the pain that people are in. I've tried to comfort myself in knowing that God felt as if the disease might have been too much for her and he couldn't bring her any comfort here on earth. So he decided to take her to heaven. That hurts like hell. Excuse me. It really hurts so bad. I wish I could explain. The sheer... <clears throat> the sheer... Um, terror I felt when I got the phone call that, you know, she was rushed to the hospital. And I prayed all the way down there. And then I got to the hospital too soon. So you see things that you never can get out of your mind. You close your eyes and you can see the entire scene. I just feel guilty that I couldn't save her because she has said that I was a hero. And that means that Bradley thought that I was one of the strongest people that she knew. That means that she thought that I could fix all of her problems. 
Unfortunately, I couldn't and I didn't. And I will always, always love her. But I just got to try to figure out a way to move on and move past this pain that I'm feeling. I know that um, seeing a grief counselor is probably going to be my best bet at this point. Because this is something that I don't think that I can battle alone like I've done with other things in the past. And, you know, people say to me, oh, you're so strong. You've been through so much. You're the strongest person I know. Look at you, what you've been through. And each moment literally almost killed me, but none more than this one right here. So, um, thankfully, like in the past, I haven't turned to alcohol to numb the pain. So I'm feeling everything, you know, I feel it all. And, um, not as strong as people think. I wish people stopped saying that to me. I had a friend who told me, he said, man, you sitting in that front row seat, you experiencing everything, but that front row seat is a motherfucker. And he's right. I would trade with anybody, you know, than to continue to keep experiencing um, loss in the way that I have. I don't want to go back down into the dark hole. You know, I fought my way back out this summer. I fought it, you know. The devil really tried me then, and I beat him, so he went another route. I'm going to beat his ass again. That's what I keep telling myself. I'm going to get past this. Hopefully the tightening in my chest. When I think about Briley will stop. It's like I literally feel like I'm either having a heart attack or an asthma attack. I don't even have asthma, but that's how tight my chest feels when I think about her sometimes. And um, I just wish I could have saved her, you know. So that's where the guilt really comes in. It's like, I wish I could have saved her. Just, I replay those last 48 hours over in my mind over and over again. And I'm thinking like, what could I have done as her yaya? What should I have done? That brings me to um, my closing statement is that tomorrow is for no one. It's not. You just never know. It's for no one whatsoever, whether you're completely healthy or whether you have an illness. It's like whether someone saw you five minutes ago or not. Tomorrow, the next moment, next second, none of it is promised to any of us. So we have to start living in the now because the then can never come sometimes for some people. And unfortunately, it was my baby.
thank you guys for just listening to me ramble on. Um, I'm pretty sure it's going to be a lot of more times ahead where I'm rambling on. Because my thoughts are scattered, you know. My mind is cluttered totally. And my heart is heavy. So I ask that you continue to pray for me. Uh, Pray my strength will grow stronger in God. Pray that his grace and mercy will cover me at this time. Because it's only my faith that has me standing um, on these two feet that everybody keeps saying are so strong. (sighs) So just pray for me. Thank you. Have a great week. I really do wish that for you all.